Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. Here at Geek Therapy, we believe that the best way to understand each other and ourselves is through the media we care about. My name is Oscar Cardona, and I am joined by Laura Taylor. Hey. And Lincoln, a baby. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Link, it's your turn. What are we talking about this week? We are talking about a film that came out recently on HBO Max called Kimmy. Starring Zoe Kravitz as Kimmy. <laughs> Starring Zoe Kravitz as Angela Childs. Oh. <laughs> Kimmy is the name of this world's uh, Siri, Alexa. It's the, the smart voice machine that is in it inside of everybody's houses and is always recording. And Angela works as a moderator functionally she she gets uh the audio pieces from when kimmy is marked as like making a mistake and she goes in and she's training kimmy to be to be better that's that is a a real job that people do um uh, she so in the movie they make it sound like nobody else does that and and what sets kimmy apart from the other ones, right? And they call them out by name. Um, but like, we're special because we have someone who's like, like, we have real people fixing, you know, and we're agreeing in the background. Yes. But is that is that true? I don't know. I, I, I have always assumed that real people are hands-on in training AI to do things because <laughs> Otherwise it's necessary. Otherwise, some random things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, but to, to what extent, though, right? Um, uh, I hope not to the extent that is shown in That's what, that's what I'm thinking. In Kimmy. Because, right, because the idea is like machine learning is using tons of other references to learn So because that would be faster. And then mm-hmm. in the movie, what they're saying is we're special because we still have that human element and like, like AI isn't there yet. And so we have people doing this and, and yeah, I don't, I don't know that I would call it moderation. Right. I mean, exactly. But she quality quality assurance. (laughs) I mean, it's definitely like a QA role for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, It is definitely a training, uh, a training uh, model, right? Like she is writing, um, like syntax. She's like, this thing that a person says is this. And she's writing it in a way for the system to understand it in the future. Cause it didn't understand it, um, this time, but mm-hmm. she does make the the comment at one point that she was a Facebook moderator mm-hmm. and, and kind of the, some similarities in just the, the horrible things that she's, that mm-hmm. she's seen. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I, I thought that was really interesting to, to think of, of like to see someone in that role because like, we know that there are moderators out there. So, and we, we've talked about it in the past. Um, I don't remember if it was on this show or on, I know we definitely talked about it on psych tech at some point. I think we talked about it on this Here show too. too right? Cause I, we've, I've talked about it with you. Yeah. Like yeah. the it was about video games and watching like the artists and designers needing to watch violent material over and over and over again. Yeah, that was uh, 
uh, that was a wasn't that a headshots discussion too we it might have been i mean we yeah. did do some crossover kind of yeah. stuff yeah yeah and and i remember I think, yeah i think it's been the, on all all of them yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah we haven't talked about it in a, in a long time and i don't remember ever seeing this represented in a story i'm, sh- I'm sure you know there's I'm sure there's at least one Law and Order episode about yeah. <laughs> where where we see someone in this role, but um, to see like a, a a fictional, dramatic, you know, um, version of this when you, it I mean it's got to be like you can't even make like a comedy show out of that because like, it's too depressing. You know, like, you yeah. couldn't make a sitcom out of you know people who are moderating social media. Ugh. You could I try, mean, you could, <laughs> but it would be it would it would just feel. You would just be glossing over all of the real terrible things. I imagine yeah. it would feel similar to Brooklyn Nine-Nine's final season mm-hmm. in Absolutely. that it's like, this is weird. This yep. is not landing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And to, I mean, and this movie, it does, it reminds me, you know, I mean, we haven't even gotten to like the anxiety stuff, but like just this piece of it, it reminds me um, of uh, part of our discussion about um, the Mitchells versus the Machines. Right. It's like, sure, the technology, we can talk about the technology, but also like, let's not ignore all of the terrible parts of, of this. I mean, and it is, you know, it is, it is leaning into the big bad corporation, um, type of type of thing or people within the corporation with uh, nefarious intent. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does, it, it, it feels, uh, grounded in a way. Because it is, you know, it is a device that we, we, they're devices that we have at home that we don't think about. I don't think that, I mean, some people do think about them this way, but, but I think most people don't. Yeah. I mean, a big part of what goes into designing these, this technology is to make it as inobtrusive as possible. And so there's very much a, and encouragements from the user interfaces to be like, don't, don't think about it. Like you don't need to think about it. Don't even worry. Don't fret your little minds. Just, you know, it's there and you use it when you need to and otherwise ignore its existence. Yeah. Which is not great, but from a design perspective, like if that's the intention, they nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, basic plot of Kimmy is that um, it takes place in the modern era, post concurrently COVID time, and Angela has agoraphobia, um, and so she works from home and she does not leave her house. She's very uncomfortable leaving her house. Uh, she has a lot of behaviors that she does that are built in to, to keep her safe and contained within her home, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, the agoraphobia aspect is always very interesting mental health stuff, but it fits in so nicely with the idea of like, nah, dog, the whole world is supposed to be inside. Like, many people are working from home and have to deal with like, okay, can I get the things that I need from outside to come to where I am inside? <laughs> um, so she's she's working from home. Uh, 
and she gets a message to she's listening to uh, the audio recordings from Kimmy speakers and she's going through and she's fixing you know Kimmy teaching Kimmy like you know that's a slang term and uh, this is you know like a different pronunciation of something and all that stuff and she overhears uh, a recording that sounds like a violent altercation between people and she immediately tries to report this to people above her uh and then because it's a thriller movie exciting things happen (laughs) (laughs) um and it's uh and exciting things happen (laughs) exciting things exciting it's exciting. It's it is it is a cool movie. I enjoyed it. It had a fun ending. <laughs> um, but mostly I just wanted to talk about how anxiety is like portrayed in movies that we watch and how it gets worked into this COVID stuff. I think is really important that we are seeing that reflected in our media currently because one, it's still happening, and two, it, like it's important. It's it's an experience a lot of people had to deal with. If you are already an anxious person, dealing with the pandemic ratcheted that anxiety up to the max. I remember uh, early on in the pandemic, we had. A conversation about COVID and I remember expressing that in some ways I felt less anxious because it felt like other people were finally getting to my level of just normal working anxiety and there was a sort of relief to that where it's like oh I finally finally people are sort of understanding like the anxiety of existing <laughs> mm-hmm. um but yeah anyways I, I I think that this movie is really cool and um I think they did a really good job of showing Angela's anxiety and her fear of of leaving the house, which it was due to uh, her own assault that she experienced, and that was the the thing she was coping with. And um, there's a scene where she talks on the phone with her her psychiatrist, which I enjoyed, or therapist. I don't remember if it clarifies which one. Um, and then her talking with uh, her mom, um, just seeing yeah. the way people are trying to support her, but also recognizing like it it's is still COVID. Like it's probably good for you that you don't go out. It was like, ooh, how do I reconcile that? Ugh. Mm-hmm. Okay, we haven't done this in a while. We're, we we kind of like pick apart. Um the quality of the representation. So um, I am uh, sad to report that it's not a good therapist. <laughs> she no. she calls in. We always like, have hope, Josue. We always look, have hope. Look, and I know, then, I know. And then I they, know. they take I know. it from us. <laughs> I know. So she, so she calls Angela and just goes, hey, we had a session. It started 20 minutes ago. Like, like, what are you doing? And it wasn't like a playful, hey, how you doing? I was like, what? What are you doing? First of all, what therapist is going to call their, their their client 20 minutes later? Nah, no. That's a no-show. You're no getting show paid 15 either way. Minutes, I got a call. I have my, com- my company calls five minutes after. Yeah. And if they don't show up by the 15th. You got a break. 
and it costs you and, and you got to pay for that for, for our time mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. no unrealistic also like just like hey you're scolding like scolding her yeah, yeah like scolding really? her for being 20 minutes late i was like, like this i will is have a supportive. conversation like hey what's up like and I then she told her she was being week. rude <laughs> she was being rude but like you're your therapist like you're not even checking up on her you're just like you're being rude <laughs> Well, on top and, of then, everything. and then also like immediately shifted into like, hey, I think that you should just tell the story of what happened to you, like the traumatic thing that's affecting your life. Like you should just like say it right now. It's like, whoa, we did not warm up. You came in hot and kind of rude yourself. Like this is not usually conducive you, to the therapeutic relationship. You build up to that. You have a few sessions of like, okay, we're going to talk about what happens. Sometimes you don't even have to talk about what happened. For, for trauma work. But if you're going to do that, like have a session before, hey, we're going to talk about your trauma. Let's like get comfy. What are the things that are going to make you feel safe around you, especially with that at home therapy right now mm-hmm, with the mm-hmm. with the telehealth? This no. is not this is not sound good to me. Mm-mm. So th- no, this therapist and eh. but bonus points for how bad the video quality was on the on the, on the telehealth call. call. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have to be that way. I will but have I'm glad you know, that they represented how my video how quality is good. On my your calls. mic quality is good. Your yeah, yeah. I mean, look, we. I had a colleague ask standards. me what yeah. my mic, what mic I use because they want a better setup. Of course, yeah, yeah. I'm convinced, you know, that that the quality that that we're at, my camera, like it's just distracting. <laughs> In meetings, <laughs> even if they don't bring it up, they're, they're like, "What's happening? Why? Why doesn't this look blurry and terrible?" Why do you look like a real person? Why do you look like? Why do you sound clear? <laughs> why is your back? Anyway, I mean, I'm that sorry. Makes it what were you saying? You're just so handsome and in high definition. <laughs> I can't. What? I missed it. Oh. Just so bonus points for the for the blurry therapist. Um, yeah. Oof. Not good. And then, so the agoraphobia, I, I, so this is, this is my opinion. I've worked with, with clients where, with agoraphobia and, um, but I mean, just like all anxiety, I mean, it, it can look so many different ways, but what I appreciated about, um, the way that they showed it and they don't call it out specifically, right? They don't, they don't say that she has agoraphobia. They don't say that she has agoraphobia in the yeah. movie. They do say it in the Synopsis. little synopsis thing. Okay, 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 okay. Then then yep, then we then we then we will address it as agoraphobia. As, as as if they're intending to show agoraphobia. So what um what I appreciated about it was that she seems cool. She's like flirting with neighbors, she's texting, she's doing her stuff, she's cool, she's good at her job, she's got equipment, blah blah blah. And she wants to go outside. And she tries. <laughs> And that's when you see it. It's like, it's just, mm, like, mm-hmm. it's that door. It's just, it is an insurmountable obstacle. And she feels defeated. And you see the struggle of 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 that experience of going, of passing that threshold out. So, so I appreciated that. Very different from the experience of, like, it's COVID. I just want to stay inside and do nothing. <laughs> Right or yeah, live yeah, my yeah. life inside. This is this is someone who genuinely. It's, I guess you would say, like impairing her functioning. She wants to go mm-hmm. out. She wants yep. a life out there, and it's not. Yeah. And the door is 
like essentially in her mind barred and locked with 25 different locks and there's a big dog in front of it and it's on yeah. fire yeah <laughs> but but i think i think that part was you know like i i appreciated the way that they showed that it's like it's it's that piece of it right like she's she feels safe at home and she's comfortable like she's she's a productive you know she's productive she has she has a job she has you know a social life like she's connected all these things are fine um you know or, or seem uh healthy she seems you know capable and then boom like that is that's the clinically significant component mm -hmm. it's not like oh she's agoraphobic look how you know and then they represented her as like you know something like like super nervous all the time inside the house or something different mm -hmm. you know it was like no this is this is what's happening and when they and there was a moment where they address uh someone she's talking to a doctor i believe it was a dentist maybe no maybe not a dentist. it was some sort of doctor. Her dentist it was her dentist right yeah and he said you i thought you were getting better at about this meaning you know th mm -hmm. the fear of uh, the anxiety and, and fear, fear of leaving the house uh and and she said i i was but then COVID happened you know like a like a imagine mm -hmm. how many people right like went through that the, oh my god i yeah or so something similar. deeply yeah. related to that part because i have yeah. not been to a dentist in a really long time and i know i need to go and i don't have a lot of like dentist specific anxieties but just setting up appointments and and like finding a place to go and going and doing the whole intake and i know they'll need to do yeah. x-rays and i know i have a cavity that so i'll have to do a second appointment for the cavity filling and it as like that and it's the one appointment where you can't wear a mask like mm. the one appointment yeah I've, I've gotten so used to having my lower face covered in the public and now it's like i have to go reveal myself this is worse than gynecology like damn like uh, you're gonna stick your hands in my mouth oh. so it had been years since i went to the dentist and and i also waited until until just recently to go and i do have uh dentist anxiety um i hate it and the moment they like prep me my throat just closed up and every time i was like i need to and i had to stop and i had to like breathe and drink some water and then get back into it also it had been so long since i went to the dentist that like they couldn't even do the whole cleaning in one shot it was like then i had to come twice just to <laughs> my so i didn't go to the dentist for Deep the cleaning. first yeah. 24 years of my life why uh, why what? is this a thing that we have yeah. in common this is not we should yeah. edit this out <laughs> <laughs> But I had to have a cleaning, like, four quad. They did each the, all one four, separately. Yeah, yeah. And I had to be numbed up for each one. And yeah. I was impressed with how little damage I had done to my mouth in those 24 years. Uh, because your teeth hadn't seen the, the light of day in mm -hmm. 20 years. I mean, <laughs> in 20 years. If, you're, if you're going from birth to 24, you did swap out a pair of teeth at the, <laughs> in there. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean. My, you had a I, soft restart. I had, Maybe <laughs> my last baby tooth came out when I was like thirteen, so it's pretty impressive. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it really, it really held in. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's the thing. Like Can't I haven't get gone past to the all dentist that plaque and and stuff that are. <laughs> <laughs> never went to the dentist. Never went to the dentist. <laughs> but my teeth are okay. They're fine. 
They weren't um, a chrysalis. They weren't a chrysalis. They were a Pokemon. <laughs> They're Butterfreeze. Um, but I think, yeah, COVID. I haven't been since COVID because of that. Like, I, I don't want to go somewhere where I don't have to wear a mask. Like, no. I haven't even gotten my eyes checked because I'm worried about putting my face up against that face thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. And it's but interesting then imagine, that she's on the on the phone or on a call with her dentist because dentistry is one of the ones you can't really get much accomplished through telehealth. Well, so so okay okay so so a, a few things right. Like, first of all, I think her the idea that she was in treatment, you know, already or making progress, mm-hmm. and then that happens. So many people just not even necessarily in treatment, just like you're you're trying to improve your life. <laughs> It could have just been like, oh, I started going to the gym, you know, and I, and I was healthy, and all of a sudden, like, you don't have access to that, right? Like, like the 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 stalling of that of that progress. Um, mm-hmm. th- they kind of address that now with the dentist thing. <laughs> she's like, just like staring at, ah, like, uh, he's like, yeah, move, you know, open a little more, and trying to see like through a webcam, uh, to, through that to, horrible to, quality webcam that's yeah. blurry. <laughs> yep, yep, and. Uh, but I mean, the, the movie doesn't address this um, specifically. But I mean, in the last two years, there's so many things that we say you can't do that. You know, you can't do that remotely, and a lot of things you you you, you could do that remotely. You know, like yes, you can't do a root canal. You can't, you can't I do, do, I do like she can't get an X-ray. Yeah. But yeah. she was like, look, like I don't, I'm not gonna go in. Can I? If if you can tell that it's infected. Can I get some antibiotics? And he doesn't want to, but eventually he does give her antibiotics because he was going to give it to her anyway and mm-hmm. then recommend that she did a root canal, but she was able to get treatment, mm-hmm. you know? And I mean, I typical did really like that US medicine where, also. Yeah. Where the kind of meeting her where she's at. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the line of like, I thought you were getting better shows to me that he was, you know, apprised of her situation and an understanding of the kind of care that she required. And I thought that that was really nice, touching, mm-hmm. res- respectful, that he was like, look, yeah. I, I, like there are things that I could take my equipment and come to you, but this is not the case. Like I can't do a root canal without my actual equipment. And um, her being like, look, just just give me the antibiotics. Like that's that is where I'm at. That is what I can do. And him being like, ah, okay, is like that feels very yeah. responsible oh. as as a yeah. person who is providing health care to somebody who, mm-hmm. you know, is is not able to do all of the things that a regular patient might be able to do, you know, like come into the office. And so I think that that was, that was a nice little touch that, yeah, you know, she's not hiding that, that aspect, her agoraphobia. She's not hiding that from other people. She's upfront about like, look, I don't, I'm not, go- I'm not going out. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Even uh, this is, this is the type of, uh, when we talk about accommodations, like you don't need, a disability or a disorder to just to to, to be accommodated mm-hmm. like it's just easier for me you know like i'd rather not <laughs> can we do it i'll pay for it uh, this reminds me with my psychiatrist when um the 
at, at, for a while, I was like, no, can you, can you just send my medication through the mail? And I remember the first response was, uh, oh, actually my, my psychiatrist had no problem with the, the nurse practitioner was like, no, like we can't send that kind of medication through the mail. I was like, you can, because I've been receiving it for like three months already <laughs> through the mail. So it's definitely possible. She's like, oh, well, I'll try. And sure enough, I get, I get, I get my medication through the mail. Do I have two, three pharmacies within walking distance? Yes. That's not, that's not the point. It's, you, you can send it. it. Why not? Thank you. And thank you for sending it. It's easier that way. No. Um, what else? So there was a dentist. There was that. And there was sort of circling back. Yeah. Um, she is in a relationship with a neighbor across the street that she can see mm -hmm. into his window. And he comes over and um, have sex. And uh, <gasps> the whole like in in the you know opening scene, she's flirting with him, and she's like, "Hey, meet me down at the at the food truck on the you know down on the street in between us. I'll meet you for breakfast." And that's the whole scene of her getting ready and trying to leave and then not being able to. I thought that was so neat because they showed all these little details that I felt really reflected what it is like when you have high level anxiety of you have all of these little steps that you take to make things as easy as possible she has you know her coat on the hook right next to the door the key bowl with the key on top right next to the door she puts her purse on and then realizes it's not it's facing the wrong way so she takes it back off and puts it on so that the zipper is in the front it's easy to reach into to get her hand sanitizer which she uses the hand sanitizer the same way every time which i thought was a fun little detail of where you have these these behaviors that you do that help relieve that anxiety just a little bit and so you do it every time and it becomes this pattern of behavior to just try and get to the point where she can leave she gets all ready to go, shoes, jacket, keys. She gets the key in the door to unlock her deadbolt. And that's it. She's, that was, she couldn't do it. And so she backed out. She undressed, put it back down. It was just like, I can't, I can't. Um, there, was, there was a combination of like the, the, like the ritual piece that you were talking about. And there, there were some of the things that seemed to be more, um, that looked like OCD in the sense of, um, because there's there's two different they may look similar mm -hmm. but one is like oh if i do this you know like i'm 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 more uh right it's like okay this is the order that i do things now i'm ready right it's like i'm prepared and i, I you know i have some of those and um or maybe just like oh i need i need all this stuff like i'm not going to leave until i have all this stuff mm -hmm. right because Maybe it's just, just uh, like reassuring. It makes right? you and, feel and, and comforted. Can, right? Yep, yep. Mm -hmm. Comforted or, or even um, more, more confident. Safe, yeah, safe, all that. But then there's other things that uh, are, are more like OCD. So, so um, or, or, or like OCD symptoms where the person, like the neighbor, like he comes over, but he didn't follow the steps, right? And it's like, it has to, like you, ha we have to complete this circle, you know? Otherwise it's, it's just, it's going to be like, we cannot move forward until the circle is completed. And that's different, right? And so I think she has, she has, um, bo both of those are, are represented in, mm -hmm. in, um, in those moments. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think people 
uh, with OCD will definitely relate to that scene mm -hmm. as being yeah. representative of the steps you have to take to get to where you're trying to go. Yeah. And how many like little tiny things like have to happen and they maybe have to happen in order. Otherwise, uh, the whole thing's off the table. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I did, um, again, th this can show up in so many different ways, but I did appreciate how, you know, she was, she was, you could see how agitated she was by the fact that he was not willing to, to follow the process and, and, and complete the, and, you know, and complete the loop, um, versus just like, you know, tapping three things in order, you know, like stepping over the line, you know, stuff that is, um, like what you usually see on, on TV that doesn't, isn't really representative of probably most people's experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like for her, it could be that thing, right? It's like, like there's, you cannot enter the, enter my place without like the buzzer and then the thing and then the thing, right? There's a, there's a, there's an order. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so a lot of this stuff is happening in, in the movie. It's, it's her character being fleshed out. And I think, so I'm curious how you feel about this. Like, because we have that scene at the beginning where she she's flirting, right? It's, it's like we're seeing a cool, confident character. Um, and and then we have the scene where she she's unable to leave, so she doesn't meet up with, with the neighbor. And then later on in the movie, something happens, and it's a different motivation that she has, right, to leave the house. So... Her motivation here is it's it's physical, it's sexual, right? It's 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 um she's she's flirting with this guy, she wants to meet up with him, and later on he he's the one that comes over and, and they spend the night together. She like that's that dynamic, and she is motivated to go out to meet him. And not even it wasn't even for sex, right? It was just to like go grab an an egg thing at the food. The old uh, breakfast truck. burrito. Yeah, yeah, right. It's like okay, we'll 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 do that. And he he's there, and she sees him through the window after she can't go, and and you know she's like, you can tell that she's disappointed in herself. But we see that right, like how hard it is for her to go, and her motivation to go was pretty good. It was positive, right? Mm -hmm. Later on, her motivation is completely different to then leave, right? So she, she wasn't motivated enough to go get her abscess. Now that I think about it, right? Like they keep, they, they put all these things in, right? There was the, the uh, she, she has the infection, like she will not go to the dentist. She's, That's it, not she's currently in pain and she's still like, that is not enough. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. And it, she, she's, she doesn't even, she doesn't even entertain the thought of leaving at that point. She's like, absolutely not. She at least tried to leave to, with, with to go neighbor. have a date. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, but then something happens and she, and so, so what, what, how do you, what do you think for dramatic, I think that for dramatic effect, it was, it was an interesting way to, to, to show, um, her anxiety as an obstacle and what pushed her over to do that. So how would you characterize her? What motivated her to finally actually leave the house? So she, she reports the assault audio mm -hmm. and she is told that she needs to go in and meet with this person who's going to help her handle it and i i think both the aspect of this being like her job and therefore 
it's more like externalized to her versus a romantic encounter versus self-care of going to the dentist. This is like, this is a work thing. My job is to report this kind of stuff and I'm going to report this stuff. But I also think that they really touch on the aspect of she thinks that she has heard a sexual assault and that she had experienced a sexual assault, which led to her agoraphobia. And I think that that was enough of a personal connection, but also an externalized thing for her to finally be able to turn that key and unlock the door and actually leave. And the scene of her actually leaving the apartment is so stressful. Like she, she is just a ball of anxiety, but she is pushing through. She's gonna yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, I, I that, felt, that is yeah. my that's my theory on that. Is, yeah, is, yeah. It's that, the if it had just been like I heard something potentially bad. That wouldn't have been enough, but because it was like I think I heard sexual assaults. This I think so hits close yeah. to home. <laughs> I think I think so too. Uh, so yeah, I don't think the fact that it was just a work thing had anything to do with it. Like this is this is me again. We I don't I don't know for sure. Like I feel like the motivation was the person on that call was someone like me. At first, and but I then, want to do something for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like, uh, um, a part of it is like, you know, I don't. Nobody did this for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna help this person, right? Like, like a I, I bit relate of to it. Mastery kind of yeah. situation. Getting yeah. to do something for someone else. Yeah. Yeah, but this is a movie, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's it, it's not just an assault at this point, right? Like she knows it's way worse than that. But then we find out more dramatic effect that when she had her assault she was put on trial basically like like they she reported it and they flipped it on her and they blamed her right like it it was a it was the worst possible scenario of this so at that point i think she's like this is my chance to to make somebody pay for what they did right like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so it's more than just it's the support of somebody. It's justice in a way. Yeah, it felt like yeah. like justice to me, right? And 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 I don't. I'm not sure this, that this is what you uh, said, Link. But but uh, like, it's definitely not. I don't think from now on she's like she can leave the house, right? It's like it's like this one thing was such a strong um, driver that it was it was enough to push her through. It's like there's two competing forces <laughs> and this uh, sense of, of, and I think justice is probably the right word, was enough, it was stronger than the anxiety. And so she was able to to pass mm-hmm. that barrier. And when she was out, it was like, oh shit, I'm outside, right? <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm going to keep going and then and then I'm out. So I'm going to, I'm going to go do this thing. Um, and, and, oh, the world sucks and the world she, she like the whole situation she's going into it's like it, it just proving that she that you should have stayed home <laughs> at least as far as i got right like i haven't i haven't, I haven't watched the, the the end yet but yeah so i i i like how they used i'm, I'm curious how other people feel about this but i, I kind of like how they used her anxiety as a as a plot device, <laughs> right? Um, I think, uh, yeah, I kind of, I kind of like that. That they they showed us different versions of it, and then they're like, no, but you you can like like 
let's give her a reason, like a, a, a another motive, uh, another motivation to compare it to, so that it, so that this exit feels like a right. She's just walking out the door, but I think they 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 gave us enough to make that meaningful, mm-hmm. and and I think um, especially we talk about mental health or mental illness being an, an invisible disease right where you can't you can't see it and i think probably most of us with anxiety have experienced someone just telling us like what's the big deal or just do the just, thing just calm down <laughs> or just calm don't down let it don't worry you. about it just go just make the call <laughs> make the phone call <laughs> just call the <laughs> dentist like, you don't Fuck. You don't understand how difficult it, right? And and it's it's hard to explain it. So I I like the the fact that they they framed it in a positive, like they they gave her these good reasons to leave, and how it was still hard for her to go, and and she struggled. It reminds me of uh, of Depression Quest, right? Where it puts this situation where you see the options, but you know that like All now the you're playing. Suck. <laughs> no, no. In Depression no. Quest, what they do is that the that the um, depending on on your uh, condition in the don't, game, don't show up or they're crossed they're out. out. You see yeah. them. You can see them. But since you're playing the role of someone who is experiencing the symptoms of depression, you even though you can see it, the options are not available to you. So, so we so see for her going out on this date. It got. It's crossed out, grayed out. The door is there, right? And maybe, maybe you know, if you're, but if you, if you can kind of put yourself, that you're seeing it through through her eyes, where it's like she, she cannot pass this this threshold. She's got a multi step quest, and she can do all of them. But by the time she gets to the open door to leave, the game glitched, and now she can't do it. It, it well, it's not interactable now. I have to start all over again. Got to just got to reload yeah. my save. She was missing the key to go through there, or she hadn't reached the level required to, or something. I don't know. What what would be a good? What would be the a, a good? Hmm. It's well. Oh, part of it is like oh, you you need to like complete you know the three pieces of the thing to get out of the dungeon. So like I think in her mind it's like that, right? Where she's like got to do these rituals to be able to and have everything in place before before she can leave. But I feel like it's it might be more like a game where you, huh? Oh, oh, it's um, I can't think of a game that does this where like you're gonna take damage, you know, you're gonna take damage. But if you don't have if your if your HP isn't high enough, you won't survive the the threshold. You know, ah, I, I know I've, I've I've played that experience, but I can't think of well, one right now. I mean, there's similar. <laughs> Like Breath of the Wild, if you don't have enough hearts, you can't. I was literally you, thinking yeah. Breath of the Wild. I'm like, yes, you gotta yes. eat. You gotta eat your like eight heart star stew before you go into that fight because you just. Oh, is it? Isn't have... it the? Um, isn't the the master sword? The master right? sword. If you try to pull sword. the master sword, if you don't have enough hearts, it like it. It, it would kill you. <laughs> it kills you, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of how it is, right? So it was like, you know, like she had to fill her hearts up uh, enough to to like move past the thing like make a jump in a game where you're like i'm missing the 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 thing it's technically possible you know but most why, of the time why, you need why that you gotta bring up jumping host way you know i can't handle jumping <sighs> so I, sometimes some people just can't me again. some people just can't do jumping 
puzzles. <laughs> yeah. It's just uh <laughs> It's it's very sad. It's uh yeah. It's okay though. We'll wait for you. <laughs> you can do it. Um see sometimes you need a triple jump because the double jump ain't enough. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Actually, I mean so so Kimmy is actually a Metroidvania. <laughs> <laughs> Where you see the ledges and stuff, but you you just haven't unlocked the the the, the gear that you need to get to, to to explore the rest of the map. Actually, Metroid Dread actually does this thing where it gives you um, there are enemies that you can ah oh, Metroid Dread is actually the perfect one. So Metroid Dread, you defeat an enemy and then it gives you a power up that you only have for a limited time. And then you use that to beat another boss in the same area. And then that allows you, but it's like you spend it completely. And so you, you lose it right there. It's not a permanent upgrade. It's like a temporary upgrade. So that's what Angela, that's what Angela has. It's like a a temporary upgrade. And then she can. That's good that she's got that upgrade. Cause earlier when she's got, keeps trying to go out or whatever, it feels like. When my family got me Prince of Persia 2 for the Sega Genesis, <laughs> oh, no. and I, I could not play. I could not play. I literally would start the game and like run and die into some blades or something and die within f- 10 seconds of playing the game over and over and over. It- so, like, <sighs> then that's when she gives up and she's like, fine, I'm not going to the dentist or anything. I'm just, I'm not going to do it. My tooth hurts. I'm done. I, I oh. give up. Those throw away that prince, cartridge those old prince of Persia games the way he moves like his feet right it's like it's so hard to like know where you're footing the animation I, was so I weird literally played like 10 <laughs> seconds of the game probably a yeah. hundred times over and then i was like i'm, I'm done yeah yeah Goodbye. yeah yeah so so actually uh, um something something about the leaving right like i don't now i'm not sure if i said anything that i would take back in terms of motivation. Like I, I know I use the words motivation, but now I don't know if that's the best way to say to say it. Because it's it wasn't that she was lacking motivation before, right? Like she had well, and, she, and I think and I think a positive and I'm glad that they were both positive framings, right? Like it wasn't she wasn't running away from something. Both things were things that she was she wanted to go toward or or things that she wanted to achieve. But I I I I don't sometimes I don't think it's, it's about correct finding to say. the right motivator. But I don't think I don't think that's I don't think that's that's fair to the experience of anxiety, right? Mm. Like you could be super super motivated, right? In terms of as as a as a quantity, right? Mm. As, as like an energy, it's like you you may have a desire to do it, but it's not because I also don't want to make it sound like oh you didn't want it too bad enough, right? Like you wanted justice more than you wanted to see your friend and that's not fair that's not really a, that's not really accurate but i don't i don't know that the movie was trying to say that do you think do you feel like the movie was like that's what the movie said <laughs> cuz no, i don't i don't think I, it did I, I i think that the way that they portrayed these experiences was like a build up right it's like yeah. we are seeing that she is already you know making these attempts she has COVID has caused like a backslide in her treatment, but she hasn't given up. She is still making that effort. She's got the motivation to try. 
it takes a very specific situation at a very specific point in time for her to actually overcome that that final resistance. Um, yeah, that's that's. I, I think, and I think that 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 is relatable in the real world, where it's like there there are certain contexts in which the resistances that you have are more manageable. There are some even even if you don't make. want it as bad <laughs> as you know you want to go see your friend or whatever. It's unclear. I, yeah. We don't get that sort of internal aspect of uh, Angela's character, um, yeah. but I think I think the the situation, the context, and the moment in time where we've already seen her attempt to go see the boyfriend and then n- hold her boundary with the dentist, and then try and get something to happen with. Um, the woman she's reporting to, she's talking to that lady's assistant and like desperately trying to get a hold of her and trying to do this via phone. Um, and and the, the, you know, stars align where she's finally like, you know what, fuck it, I'm I'm gonna do it this time. So, so, so that's that's a thing. Like the the stars align piece, I think. And is, and and it, that is not something that you can internalize on yourself, right? That is something where it's like you need to recognize mm-hmm. you exist within an environment, and there are going to be multiple things factors outside of your yeah. control. That sometimes it they line up and they work for you, and sometimes they line up to absolutely stop you from doing what you're trying to do. Right, the whole biopsychosocial model mm-hmm. where there's like different aspects. Um, yeah, she, we know she's on medication, right? We know, we know, like. She didn't see her therapist that week, right? She there's so many different like her, she's she in had, pain. She, yeah, like she had sex, right? Like like that can like that can completely change your your, your mood. Um, it can affect your hormones. Like there are so many different things that we we often don't realize. And then if 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 we're struggling with anxiety, those feed into each other. So maybe one day you're like, things were easier today, and you don't think about the fact that you slept really well the night before and you had good things happen and your support system's in place. You and ate nutritiously and you had a you good bowel movement. Like it yeah. all exactly. adds up. Exercise, yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. You're, you're, okay, and so this is something that shows up too. Um, she has these uh, this agreement with the neighbor who's uh, upstairs, who's like, they're doing construction um, upstairs. And so they've negotiated a time for them to make noise, you know, but like, the the effect that just not having your quiet comfortable space you know um like having all of these additional things especially i mean some affect you more than others it's like there's so many different pieces that's why i you know like they could they could be a whole bunch of um uh like different life bars and energy bars and things like that right and then different combinations of them make certain things easier to do or more difficult to do. So if you if if you're struggling with something, whatever it is, in her case it's this agoraphobia, like maybe other things were in place too. You know, like I don't recall if she already had the I don't I don't think she had already received the antibiotics to help her with the pain for the tooth. Because she the way they they have the scene and they show a few different bottles of uh, medication that she's taking and when she when she's gonna go out the first time she grabs two of them and then she's like 
Let me grab the third one just in case. <laughs> I don't need it, but maybe I will. But right after she talks to the dentist and, and he says he's going to send her the antibiotics, they show her in the bathroom taking a pill. But I but like they didn't show the bottle. Like I don't know. I, it didn't I, look like an antibiotic. I, yeah, I think that, that was anxiety medication. That's how that's yeah. how I took it. Is that she was yeah. supposed to her anxiety? But meds. I wasn't sure. But but now I'm just thinking of it in the in the context of like she was in pain. Maybe she took pain medicine. She feels better. You know, maybe she took some other medication. It actually eased her her symptoms. You know, and maybe in the in the morning she hadn't taken her anxiety medication, and it was harder. Maybe by the afternoon she look. The movie doesn't go into that much detail. Okay, no, we're doing the, our you know we're doing like our GT thing here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're we're doing what nobody else will do. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I mean, it's possible that they that that is actually part of what's happening, but the movie isn't explicitly telling you um, that that's happening, but but it's worth addressing. Because again, I thinking back to what I said before, I don't want to make it sound like if you just want to enough, you know, it, you can overcome your anxiety. And there may be some anxieties that you have, some fears that that through some kind of rationalization, you can get through them. There are some that, that I can get through that way. There are some that I cannot. <laughs> Mm-hmm. At least not easily and not yet, right? Or so, consistently, right? Like that's the other thing. It's yeah. like there can, yeah. if you're, you know, in in the right yeah. headspace, it's like okay, I can I can logic my way around this anxiety. And then there are other yeah. situations where it's like, nope. <laughs> yeah. I know the logic is there. It doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and maybe even again, just, just this is possible that the like the way she felt after the 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 first time that we saw right also contributed to her ability to be able to do it the next yeah. time she's like i don't want to feel that way or like i got close right it was it, yeah maybe I mean, to her it was progress like, uh, you know i got she felt up defeated. to the very last step of unlocking yeah. the deadbolt on my door i had yeah. everything ready to go i was ready it's yeah. just that last thing it's like okay this time i've got just yep. a little bit more that I can yeah. do that final step. Yeah, and the the, the reason why we can even have so much de- like such a detailed conversation about this is because it's a the movie is um, at least the first hour of it is just is is intimately just you know it's ninety nine percent you're with Angela at home, her doing stuff. <laughs> This is this is actually a movie that um, like sometimes I'll step away and go to the kitchen because people are talking, so I don't need to watch every scene. If I if I miss something and when I you know I'll rewind it when I come back. But there were parts where nobody's talking because you're just seeing her alone in her house, living her life, doing stuff, or texting, you know, or or looking at the computer. And so a lot of the the story is happening in uh, through her interaction with her environment. It's a it's a pretty cool movie to to dissect. I think I think it was a good idea to to bring it up here. Yeah. Any anything anything else about the movie that you you think? We've we've touched on the stuff that I was excited about. I think Zoe Kravitz did yeah. a fantastic job in this role. She as Kimmy. <laughs> as Kimmy, she, she. I felt her anxiety. If it it didn't feel like a hammed up dramatic thriller version of anxiety it felt like yeah. getting to witness somebody trying to hold shit together 
when it's really, really hard to do that. And try to get justice and do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And be a hero, even though, um, yeah. Fight against yeah. S- systemic issues. Yeah, yeah. Any comments, uh, Lara? Closing thoughts? Sounds like a really good portrayal of agoraphobia um, and anxiety. Very different from the only other one I, that comes to mind is um, Sheila on Shameless. Um, Sheila on she's Shameless. She's the neighbor who John uh, Cusack. John is Cusack, that, yeah. yeah. Who can't? She like tries so hard at one point to get outside because she's in love with Frank Gallagher <laughs> and uh, can't manage to get past her doorstep. There's a whole episode about her trying to get out the door. I think there's a True. few episodes where they yeah trail that. Um, yeah. Very different. Shameless is very much not a thriller. <laughs> so. Yeah. Also, they had John Cusack do it. So. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. that there was they there was a particular portrayal. That they mm-hmm. <laughs> they yeah, they they went over the top. Yeah, the top. Went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they go over the top on that show. I've I've seen so. several horror movies like to utilize agoraphobia as a as a plot device, um, hmm. and it I have never seen it In portrayed this, this compassionately. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah like it yeah it's a cool movie cool. it's worth checking out cool movie at On least HBO the first Max. hour <laughs> no like I, the first hour listeners was good. the last 30 minutes are worth it yep i i did not have enough time to finish watching it so that's why uh we only talked about the first hour nobody yep nobody spoiled the ending for me thank you <laughs> i i did my best i will finish thank you thank you um yeah so uh let us know what you think of of Kimmy and uh, the stuff that we, we talked about agree disagree share uh, your opinion with us uh, on social media email us join us on the DT forum links to all that stuff is in the show notes thank you so much for listening remember to geek out and do good and we'll be back next week mm, bye bye Geek Therapy is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to making the world a better place through geek culture. To learn more about our mission and become a supporter, visit geektherapy.org.